Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for Breakfast at Ruby's. This is a podcast that is finally back. It's been a long time coming, but uh, it's here. And I'm very excited to chat with my favorite and your favorite content creators on a weekly basis. Hopefully, you know, everything, if it goes according to plan, it's going to be weekly. I, I promise I'll try my best. Uh, we do these live on Twitch, uh, but they're also available later on YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So whatever, however you're watching, listening to this, I appreciate you. Make sure to click that follow, that like button, all those wonderful things, and feel free to support. Uh, but today I'm not alone. This is not a, a solo podcast episode. I am being joined by the wonderfully chaotic, iconic, legendary, Ferris Fury. <laughs> Hello. It's Hello. It's How so nice you? to see you and talk to you. I know. I'm so glad we got a chance to talk and we didn't have limited time because today has been a day. <laughs> oh my god, y'all. We were supposed to get started like, a, like we... My stream has been running for three hours now, and everything is fine. It's iconic. We're in a chatting mood, but you know, shit happens sometimes, and that's it. Really did. It really did. That's like really today of all days. Oh my gosh! Absolutely, completely fine. I'm so happy to chat with you because I'm such a like shy, awkward person that like whenever I want to like get to know people, I, I don't just message them. I'm like, we there we need there needs to be an excuse. Like we need to yes. either like play games or we need to like oh my it God. needs to be a thing where like they also are like, well, if worse comes to worse, even if hanging out with Ruby is rotten, at least I got content out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> that's my brain. That's, so bad. that's how my I brain mean, works. That's not unwarranted though, given like the like social ladder construct that is twitch sometimes um right yeah so like i get where you're coming from but you're not gonna see that from me um at all <laughs> but I'm i totally glad. understand like i feel like i have to have like a prompt to like ask someone to hang out with me like to watch a certain show or to like i have to have something yeah. going you know absolutely yeah for sure i'm always like do we want to watch like even if it's on discord with my own community and they're like they're happily on my discord but i'm like i guess we should do something uh, i'll put on k-pop videos like and they're like yeah sure yeah. let's do that <laughs> yeah because I think that's the biggest thing I've been learning, especially in the last two weeks, um, like creating on Fan House, is that people really do, they really are, like, not everyone, but there are people who will just show up for you. Yeah. You know, um, and it's it's kind of refreshing. It's just kind of like, oh, I can really do whatever I want. Like, I'm the only one holding myself back because, like, who cares if people don't show up at the end of the day if you're having a good time? Yeah. You or know? if it's not, like, a, a, the amount of people that you thought was going to yeah. be. It's like, yeah. like, that's such a thing with, like... Um, not to talk too much about content because I'm sure that your community and my community would love to know more about us outside of our streams and outside of our oh, content yeah. and outside of that. But that's like such a thing because like, um, and I, I definitely want to talk about this because I want to, you know, us to kind of promote you a little bit and like so people can support you and all that stuff uh, for taking the time to, to come by. Um, and, but that's such a thing where like sometimes you think about numbers of things of like, oh, I only have this amount of subscribers or this amount of viewers or whatever but like when you translate that into support especially with like websites like fan house and ko-fi and mm -hmm. stuff like that like a handful of people that. can really make a difference yeah yeah and it's <clears> really <throat> awesome to see that i have like less than half of the subs i had when i was making a 
um, the same amount on Twitch currently. Like, and that's not even purely from subs because you make money other ways on there. But like, it's crazy how much support you can get just from one person. Not to say I'm trying to get support out of certain people, people who like willingly just do it, you know? It's just kind of like, oh, okay, all right. It's just kind of like um, as an artist, when you raise your prices, it's it's people are going to be willing to pay for that and some people aren't. And you have to find the people who are willing to be at whatever level you're at at the time, you know? Right, instead of like diminishing your value and being like, no, I'll keep them low for the people that are willing to pay for that. It's like, no, if you raise your prices, people will be willing to pay for them. Right, it takes longer. And I think that's the thing. I think people get impatient. They want to grow now. They want to see money coming in now and like i get it in the current world that we're living in not everything's super financially stable right now for a lot of folks like their online income is their income you know not everyone has a luxury to diversify right now so i'm really grateful for that too to have the space and to like grow something outside of twitch you know absolutely but uh speaking of but like that's a whole other thing too it doesn't have to be just gaming or like normal content it's literally just like you (laughs) like when you first wake up in the morning and you're looking crusty people are like yes i want (laughs) to see this and it's like why okay all right (laughs) i I guess i'll give i'll give the people what they want (laughs) (laughs) i will say i will interject and say that i've never seen you look like a, a crusty potato I don't know what I don't know where you're seeing this. Every um, time I see you on my timeline, I'm like iconic, <laughs> legendary. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Thank you. No, I I look I like to radiate bad bitch vibes, but I am baby. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gremlin that just like lives in a blanket and snuggles my various stuffies. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a thing that I did want to get into because like you do radiate like iconic, legendary. I'll step on you if I need to. And then you like will. in your <laughs> and then in if your you spaces to. you're just like so chill and calm and soft spoken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a quite a juxtaposition because like like if you look through my Instagram feed, I feel like people don't expect me to sound like or act like what I sound like at all. They're just like, what the fuck? And that's the biggest thing for all of my friends growing up, like in high school. They've always told me, they're like, I thought you would step on me in the hallway. Like I thought you were just going to like spit on me or something because I have a resting bitch face and I was dressed up after I gave up in high, like junior year. But um, <laughs> that was always the thing. They're, they're like, you're actually baby. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how does this become this basically? Like, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to watch people's reactions, I think, because I think it throws people for a loop. But right. it's not that I'm not both things. It's just right. both at the same time, you know? Yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> Especially, like, with visual social medias like Instagram and stuff like that. It's, like, it's so yeah. easy to get the wrong idea from someone. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's why I like Twitter, because you kind of forced to be like to grow on a platform like twitter you have to be authentic or or like have to have some sort of substance yeah like whereas on instagram you could kind of get by and getting being pretty (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah or like having pretty art like you have to have something that you can present in an aesthetic way right right but a lot of the time people i follow on instagram i have no idea who they are i just like the visuals of their content right but i don't know i like platforms where i can like talk to people i think because then they get a real sense of who i am i get a real sense of who they are who i'm interacting with i think that's really important um to feel like you actually have because i see them as people like (laughs) i know that the platforms and stuff are called like fan house or like 
you know they're called subs or whatever but like they're they're actual people and yeah. like the more i get to know them like these are people who have followed me for like the last year or so and like they're still involved <laughs> like it's fucking yeah. crazy um right. and you you know, have genuine friendships and like not so genuine ones and you just figure it out as you go <laughs> it's it's such a thing figuring out those like friendships with social media because uh, i wouldn't say that a lot of people are different than they are like how they present and stuff like that but some are and sometimes it's it's hard making that distinction because like sometimes you like on the timeline you're interacting with someone in a certain way and then like privately like they either like ignore you or like they're just very cold and very like Mm -hmm. business with you and you're like we were just like yeah. talking, like we were yeah. kind of low-key like, oh on Twitter <laughs> and like Yeah. Yeah. And then they give you the cold shoulder behind closed doors and you're like, wait, did I do something wrong? Right. <laughs> but um I saw this tweet that was like, when you're in content creation, you get really familiar with the feeling of knowing exactly when someone's gotten what they want from you. Mm. Especially when you're first up starting out, you know, until you can like pick up on it. And that's so true. Like <clears throat> Some people you can see it a mile away. Some people are a little more slick with it. You're like, like you said, you're flirting with them on the timeline. You interact with them. You have good interactions. And then when push comes to shove, it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of sucks. You can cuss. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, say it. Not this. <laughs> Not this. I love how you knew. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just felt I the like energy I'm, being held back. Like, I was like, absolutely not. If you need to say you know it, you know how I talk on it. Twitter. I, I drop those F-bombs every two seconds. <laughs> yes, please. Um, oh, my gosh. But I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I'm not trying to, you know, curse <laughs> like a sailor on people's platforms if that's not their thing. <laughs> oh, that is my thing. You, oh, you're fine. Yeah. What is that for you? Like, the thing that, like you you're like oh okay you got that from me and like you now you're not going to interact with me anymore if there's <laughs> such a thing there's usually pinpoint. like a like a point where it's kind of like if you shout them out enough like some people it's as simple as a shout out sometimes it's like um like a single collab sometimes it's like usually it involves featuring them in some way shape or form so that they get some sort of like following from it you know, you interact with them a lot and it's very like, and then their tone shifts after that point. You know what I mean? It's kind mm-hmm. of hard to like put it into words when that point happens, but you can feel it. And suddenly they start talking to you less and less and less. Yeah. And then they stop following you and then they're gone in the wind, you know, like. <clears throat> For sure. It's Not feeling like keep... a stepping stone. Like, yeah. I feel that yeah. a lot. It's like sometimes like when people are like either new to the scene. They invested in your community they love you so much for like two weeks a month until they outgrow you and then suddenly they're in like a different tier of people that they hang out with and it's such a a weird thing that people do yeah Yeah, Um, a whole different circle there really are like circles though yeah and some of it is like purposeful and some of it i think just naturally happens because you have similar communities but um but it's kind of it's kind of hard to breach that like because it's really organic if you interact with other streamers a lot right there's that natural overlap right but then there's like then there's like what you said there's a new member of the community they just started streaming and so you want to help them out and you give them shout outs and stuff and they start building their own thing and then they like jump into a higher group of like friends the cool <laughs> that friend sense. groups and yeah all that. yeah exactly and you like you know what i'm t- like you just have to know i feel like a lot of thing with streaming and the content creation is like i was just talking to a friend about it because 
it's like unless you know you you don't know (laughs) yeah you have to experience it that's why it can feel pretty lonely sometimes it's like if you don't have other content creators you can kind of talk about these things with it's like other people outside of it even if you try sometimes it's just you don't even know how to put it you don't know how to explain to them they they're not going to get it all of the time so it's like it's weird they don't understand twitch to begin with and they explain twitch and then they have to explain it's just a whole like unless they're in it or have experienced it in some level like creating content in general online then they just don't know (laughs) i mean i'm probably better for it but (laughs) for sure like as twitch and all twitch things related have kind of been messier and messier and messier um i kind of noticed you stepping away from it a little bit and i've I've definitely noticed that from a lot of people especially marginalized Mm -hmm. creators and queer creators etc where uh i've definitely seen people kind of step away from it um has there been was was it a conscious decision on your end to kind of be like yeah i'm not into it anymore or was it kind of like it just not it just kind of naturally happened it kind of naturally happened. It was a combination of things. There was definitely like a deciding point after a while, but like for a while, it was mostly just feelings. It was like increasingly more anxiety every time I go live. Before it was a very easy thing for me to do, to just go live. I'm excited to do it. And like, unless I just realized I wasn't having fun and I didn't realize I wasn't having fun until I like stopped completely a couple times. I feel like once you take that first break, you step away a little bit. It's like when you take a social media detox you're like oh this is kind of (laughs) nice like and then it makes you realize the the problems of why you wanted to step away to begin with and for me it was a couple things it was kind of like what you mentioned it was the the constant like stepping like social climbing grind culture that that's like super heavily ingrained in twitch and it's partially twitch the way twitch is set up and it's partially like people um I think just not feeling like I fit in any particular circle as well, even in the circles that were like, quote unquote, made for me, like certain teams and just kind of realizing that, like, I don't connect with a lot of these people on a fundamental level and like analyzing that. Um, And then meeting people that I did connect with and like realizing why that connection was there and not in other places where I was supposed to fit in. Right. Um, Then it was just like, for me personally, like, I started getting involved more with, you know, I speak out on a lot of things, but then it became less speaking out on things that are important to me. And then it became feeding this cycle of like live the trauma, consume the trauma online, react to the trauma online and people consume that. And so I was getting the feedback of what I was reacting to, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I was reacting to the negativity. They were consuming the negativity. So they came for that or they came for the optics of following what was like the morally or like politically correct thing to do, you know, and less so for me. So like a lot of points in growth in my like content creation when I started Twitch specifically, I should say, is 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 stuff with like the the summer BLM protests were happening, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all of that business. Because I spoke out on those things. It was, you know, it was the tag situation. It was like the usual recycled discourse on tw- like on Twitter right. of like, you know, titties and you know, the ally tag and things like that. Um it was it was Pride, it was Black History Month. It was like you would see a surge. I would see a surge on those points and it's very icky, you yeah. know, because you realize that people are there for the performance and not you, um, yeah. or they're there to perform out in their way. 
Um, so I was just feeling like people didn't like, not that everyone, like, like the, there's a core of my community that I know is there for me, but like as a whole, like, like the like majority of my growth, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of realizing that I am a long ways away from the girl that got excited about getting peaches as my island fruit in Animal Crossing and like <laughs> screaming right. because I got a new plant. And I feel like there was less joy in my content overall because I was responding to it was an easy it's an easy trap to fall into as a marginalized creator you get reaction from talking about your trauma you get good numbers you get traction that you don't normally get from your joy or like just things you like just being a normal person um and so it was really it's kind of it's really similar to realizing you're in an abusive relationship that you know so there was that and then there's twitch as a whole there's the fact that you know it was becoming increasingly more dangerous to stream. Like right now people are getting hit with a hate raid two to three times a stream. They can't just go live, you know? People are getting doxxed, people are getting swatted, people are getting like their income basically ripped away from them because they can't just they can't just stream. They can't right. just have fun, you know? Yeah. And so I think and that's a problem that isn't new is the thing. Yeah. Like these these issues and that's why I'm so upset about it because it's in one thing if they suddenly had like a huge security issue and bots are just flooding in and we're like struggling to deal with that in a quick way. That's one thing, right? That's understandable. But when these things have been happening to marginalized creators for years, it's just coming to a head now, there's really no excuse. Right. So for to keep getting those default responses of yeah, we're working on it. You've been working on it for like the last five years. There are streamers who have been hate rated from day one, you know, right. five years ago. Um, so they've had time. They've had time. Yeah. That the, the the amount of privilege, you know, Twitch is it, Twitch caters to the incels, even though the marginalized folks are a greater are greater in number than the incels. <laughs> it, Twitch caters to them all the same, right? Because that's what they know. Um, so it was just feeling like. It was kind of like the capitalistic grind, but online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was because it was happening in real life too. Like I think that's the duality of it. I couldn't escape. Like the place that was meant to be my escape became similar to my real life situation. You know, right. it was, you know, get up, go live, grueling live hours and back end things for only for a fifty percent cut, and we'll do better. <laughs> We're working on it. You right. know, so you start to feel like thorn five million six hundred seventy two thousand in twitch aside you start to feel like an inconvenience instead of a creator that's valued on the platform so it was a couple things and then and then in contrast i started fan house like a month ago i'm making as much as i would make on twitch on a good month with less subs right so it's like fuck i don't need twitch i'm not having fun there anyway you know Uh, they're not doing shit about their safety measures like what can you do um, it's a very helpless situation when you're doing everything that you can do, basically killing your discoverability just to go live, um, just to keep your community safe. And that's another thing. I didn't want to have to put my community through that. Right. Um, but I dodged it just before, like I, last time I went live was like the end of July. Um, so I, like, I had just dodged like the peak of like bot season, basically. That's what I would call it. Right. <laughs> so, and it, so now it's just like. If I go live now, I know I'm going to get hit by a bot raid because I know I haven't blocked them all. I know, like, I have a panic button. So it's just kind of weighing, like, I have the tools to deal with this, but do I have the mental capacity and do I want to deal with this? Like, is it worth dealing with this, you know? 
Um, because at the end of the day, it shouldn't be even something that crosses my mind to have a panic yeah. button, you know? Right. And on some level, I anticipate some hate. I already had like 50 plus variations of the N-word blocked, that kind of thing. Like I already used the tools that they referenced in their fucking right. email. Like I already did the full nine, right? Um, so it was just, it was mostly that. It was, it was just exhausting. It became a very exhausting cycle because of the way I engaged with it. And I think it's partially on me too. Like I definitely fell into an engagement like loop, you know, because I knew mm -hmm. I knew subconsciously what would gain traction. Like if I spoke up on a certain thing, people would pick up on it, you know, yeah. especially if you say things with emotion, like people are like, yes, they eat that shit up. Yeah. And I'm just tired of feeding that. Like even those things are still very important to me. Like I am a black queer creator. Like that's a part of my identity, but I'm also so much more than that. And I don't really want to focus on that part of me anymore. Not online. You know, I already do the work offline. I already go to the protest. I already sign the petitions. I already do all that. You know, I don't need to wear it on my sleeve to be valid in my identities, I think, yeah. is what I'm discovering, too. I don't have to. Like, that doesn't have to be my online presence if I don't want to be. And I think that's what it is. I want to reconnect to just going live and enjoying a game and connecting to like things I grew up with. Like I'd love to do a Tomb Raider playthrough. Like I'd love to just do so many more things and focus on so many more happy, productive things. Right. <laughs> and not like in a toxic positivity sense. I'm not saying I'm never going to speak up on anything anymore, but just not in the same capacity. I'm going to be more picky about what I choose to like give my mental energy to because you are giving a lot of energy to these topics, to these conversations. And then people start to expect you to say something yeah. <laughs> is another thing people start to like almost look to you for how to act in a way, like how they should stand on something. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of weird because I saw, okay, I saw this wonderful picture. It was Regina George from Mean Girls and it was captioned, she was leaning in like this. And she was like, so what's it like to deal with racism? <laughs> and that's how it feels. That's exactly how it feels, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, totally, it, it, it's like, Social media feeds off of negativity that and that's mm -hmm. the problem like I I and I talked about it on like my my Twitter as well and I've I've been like how come like my posts where I'm complaining about something and complaining is you know a very Natural. simple way of saying like you know speaking out about stuff yeah. or being angry about a situation or yeah. what have you but I put and it very simply sure. right and I was like, how come those tweets get so much more engagement than the ones where I'm like, oh, here's a new video, Al. Here's a new podcast yes. episode. And people didn't get the point. They were like, oh, I missed it. It must have been buried in the algorithm or it must have been because you put a link in there. And I was like, I don't I don't think that's it. You know what it is? People. People is partially the algorithm. Yes, I'm not saying it isn't partially the algorithm, but it's yeah. also the algorithm responds to what you interact with. So right. if you're constantly interacting with these trash takes, people quote retreating these trash takes, this constant recycled, we recycle the same conversations every three months, right? right. If you're constantly engaged in that, that's all you're going to see, you know? When I started supporting my friends Joy more and branching out into even just different spheres online, like my feed changed so quite dramatically. Yeah. I just started muting people, like, I started muting people, blocking people, just like, I don't, done. Like, I, it, it's not worth my energy anymore. And that, that's like, it's just not worth like only being seen as the angry person anymore. Or like, the, yeah. like 
I, I understand that people have like, it's kind of weird because people will come to you private and be like, I respect you so much for your take, whatever. But it's also like, where's that, where's that support in public? Where's that support when I'm greeting, right? Like, yeah. why is it my responsibility to educate you because this is my experience? And that's the thing too. Like, again, it's not just consuming negative media, it's living the thing yeah. that has become media and then reacting to it. So like, it's like I already live this. <laughs> I don't have to talk about it twenty-four seven, and yeah. and again, it's partially me and them. It's partially me being like, well, this is what people respond to, even on a subconscious level. But it's also their fault for constantly engaging yeah. with that. You know, like it goes both ways. Um, and you don't want to just be that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to carry that mantle anymore if I don't want to. Yeah. And I think um, what I was trying to say is that like, I'm capable of making engaging posts that aren't about those things. Like I know for a fact, people see these things as the thing. Like I can get hundreds of likes on like just selfies or um, just like thoughts about driving or just like, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm capable as a content creator and they can engage just fine in other stuff. But how about the, like, what about the stuff that actually puts money in my pockets? Like, right. Or just because what puts money in my pockets is spreading it out there. They don't actually have to give me their money. It's just engage with it. That's all we want. Like right. just engage with our joy as much as our anger. Like that's the thing. Like you can engage with those takes. You can be in the loop of what's going on and still support what people are doing outside of that. Because people are more than their reaction. People are more than their emotions. You know? Yeah. I think that's what it is. And that's why but, it takes such a toll on people too. Because like... I it's it's such a double-edged sword like when I post something yeah. that I really mean and it's like it comes from a place of passion and that's why people end up interacting with it because they see the passion in it but it's like damn these people only want to like they only see me or they only want to project what I'm saying louder if I'm like angry if I'm annoyed right. if I'm being sassy if I'm being like if I'm if it's like a subtweet or whatever and it's like right. why do you why why do you only do that for that and then we don't see the same thing where it's like oh here's my ko-fi and they're like they're not sharing it mm -hmm. they're not you know supporting that and it's fine they don't have to of course I don't but, it's just like, too, but if you're gonna show up for my rage show up for my joy too yeah like seriously that's really all it is you're here anyway right like and because they'll claim to be like you know BLM and like I support you and it's like that at the end of the day we should be getting the same response for doing the bare minimum as much as our white counterparts like right yeah or like white cis you know what I mean? you know like the Absolutely, people yeah. who are privileged by default like because literally just on tiktok we were <laughs> scrolling on tiktok waiting for our pc shit to do his thing and it's like girls can get millions of views of just sitting there and looking pretty like why can't yeah. i do that because tiktok's facial recognition hates black people like i mean yeah you know I mean? that's a that's but it's a also thing, that people yeah. don't interact with it yeah you know it's it's both it's both i think people like to blame things on the algorithm a lot and it's partially that it definitely is tiktok isn't shy about it either but it's also you guys like your for you page yeah. is curated for you i see plenty of black people on my feed because that's what i want to see i see plenty of black cosplayers plenty of people and like queer people and like that whole niche because that's what i interact with that's what i want to see i want to see people's joy cosplaying right. doing things like that and it's like i if i can do it i know you guys can do it too you guys just interact with the bullshit you know <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and it's like we're all on the same internet i know how this works like i know you you have to be interacting with certain things to be seeing it all the time right like I don't know. It's just kind of, it's, it's a catch 22. It really is. Reminds because me of that. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, it, it reminds me of that girl on TikTok that like 
goes through people's profiles and she and like she finds a post where someone is like, oh, I like people of all body types and she goes through their likes and she only sees like people with, with like <laughs> abs and shit like that and she's like mm -hmm, what's the truth right. and like she does right. that with like a lot of different people i'm like i mean y'all have to like you know act on your action on your like you you can mm -hmm. say stuff but you they also have to act on it right they can project whatever image of who that's another thing too people perform online like there are there are very few people and i've definitely met more people like it now but there are very few people who are the same on every platform and every situation <laughs> as they are like online you know what i mean like our online presence is them it's very hard to find those people <laughs> mm -hmm. you know yeah like because on some level we all perform a little bit we all get you know presentable i put on my deodorant and like look <laughs> nice online right. but you know i'm still me like right. it's the only difference um and it's just yeah but and and that's another thing too like we're also living in a world of pandemic there are more important things to be worrying about than this online shit so that's why <laughs> i was going back to like i this is meant to be like a fun escape thing where i enjoy creating and it's a fun time and it's not anymore like i'm already working to drop i just got my second job you know i'm not you know i know i'm not always in on good terms with the people like my people I live with, there there are real life stressors happening. So I don't want to go live and have to deal with being told to go die or worse, right. just because, you know, when I don't have to, like when that's when it's not necessary, when those measures, like those safety measures and things should be there. And that's what it is. It's like people have whole ass lives, kids, jobs, things going on outside of Twitch. Like not everyone can dedicate, like that's another thing too, like the whole time requirement thing that they have going on for some streamers where they have to stream a ridiculous amount, like 120 hours just to like guarantee a higher cut like that's that's a part-time job <laughs> like right your your demand and that's why I, I go back to the capitalistic wheel like it's so this grinding grueling just to get the bare minimum like at what point do you say like this isn't worth it anymore right <clears throat> for sure and i mean speaking of that um what are what are you up to outside of twitch how can people support you outside of twitch not that we're wrapping yeah. up or anything just want, <laughs> no you know, people but, to uh, get into I'm, your stuff I'm, yeah get into it get into it um i'm i'm a gamer at heart i'm a gamer and artist and i and um like art is, is just like the core of who i am i love to create i'm a chef you know that's that's a whole like a different art form but it's still art um you know i do traditional and digital art when I can get a new iPad that <laughs> um the iOS you know iOS updates are like a toss-up they either fuck up your whole device or they make it better <laughs> um so currently my iPad is actually dead so I haven't been able to do digital art in a fat minute but I'm an artist I have been doing like elf ear like portrait commissions because I like I like whimsical things I grew up playing RPGs I loved like Zelda games and like Tomb Raider puzzle games and like Nintendo games, you know, I love that whole whimsical magic, like run a rogue type vibe. Um, so like I incorporate that in my art a lot. And as a chef, like um, trigger warning, I'm gonna mention that I'm recovering from an eating disorder, but that's part of my chef journey because I went from, I went from not nourishing my body to finding new ways to like nourish it in a yummy way. <laughs> so it's kind of just like, my thing is, I come up with dairy-free, gluten-free, usually, like, recipes to nourish your body, but still taste good because nobody wants to eat cardboard, <laughs> you right. know what I mean, <laughs> just to be healthy, right? Um, I wouldn't say healthy because pizza can be healthy. Like, it's just, it's a matter of what works for your body, right? 
um, at the end of the day. I think that's kind of what I live by in terms of like my career, like my like <laughs> my career, which is being a chef. But at home, content creation wise, I game and art. That was not the most eloquent way of putting it, but <laughs> oh, well, we all got it. We all we all got <laughs> what, exactly what you meant. So uh, if yes. if you know if someone else can come up with something with a way more eloquent of what or whatever, they can just do it themselves for themselves, and they can mind their own you know, business. You're right, mind your goddamn business. <laughs> That's how I've been feeling lately too. Like part of me is like, fuck off. Don't interact with me at all if you're just gonna interact with me when I'm upset. Like. Just go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. I, I get that. Like, if you're yeah. only here for the drama, you're not going to get it. You know, just move on. <laughs> like, right. I, I I love plants. <laughs> like, I have, I want to get some more. But, like, lately I've been just helping my plants recover because I live in Texas. So the weather, the weather has been fucking sporadic. And we had that crazy ice storm. Um, mm. And I had moved in, like, just before that. And so my plants were, like, adjusting to, like, super crazy climate. Oh, no. And it was a whole mess. Um, they're indoor plants, but we lost power and it got super cold, so it like messed up my plants pretty bad. Um, mm. But it's fine because my monstera, I got it with like two leaves. It has four leaves now. It's potted, you know. It's it has one big leaf. It's recovering. My big snake plant has like I'm regrowing its roots now because a lot of them their roots rotted because the like the soil didn't dry out because it was like super cold <laughs> and like super dark. Um, but like all my plants are covered. like this is stuff I get excited about. Like I love talking about my plants and like my crystals and sword earrings and <laughs> like um, just like Animal Crossing and paint and different paint mediums and elf people and <laughs> like I don't know. I'm pretty simple. I think I don't know. I like hold on. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna bless you with some plushies today. You ready? <laughs> oh my god! If you're watching this, the video version, you're getting some treats. I'm just gonna grab these. You're getting treats. some treats. Ooh, we're getting some plushies. Okay, sorry. Oh my god, they're so cute. <laughs> but like. Oh my god! I was just freaking out. I was just freaking out the whole time. How cute they are! Don't, oh don't worry gosh, about it. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. I love you have them. a little Totoro. I have a Totoro and I have a little Bumba and I have a Shiva. Oh my <laughs> I have god. A Sully Pillow Pet and like um a bulldog like plushie that actually looks like a bulldog that I got from IKEA. But I love like that. stuff like this. Like this is my vibe. It's plants and squishy shit and like <laughs> video games. You I know love what I that mean? so much. If you could get and... a plushie right now oh on your gosh. wish list, or if you have one on your wish list that if you could get it right now, right like, shipped to your door, what would it be? Ooh, I think, ooh, that would be like a hard tie between a giant Totoro or a giant Winnie the Pooh. Ooh. Because I have a Winnie the Pooh Funko Pop and a little plushie. Like, <laughs> fun facts. <laughs> um, so I... Um, it's kind of cute. So my mom always called my dad Winnie the Pooh because he made little mm, noises when he ate, right? Aww. And so he got her a Winnie the Pooh blanket when she was pregnant with me. And I had like a whole Winnie the Pooh nursery. We lived in a yellow house. Oh my like, god. It was so cute. <laughs> it was a baby. And um, so I've always had like Winnie the Pooh stuff. And the little Winnie the Pooh was actually the Winnie the Pooh that my mom had on her desk when she was working in like leasing offices in the apartments that we lived in growing up. And so she eventually gave it to me. And it's just kind of been like always a thing. Like I have a Winnie the Pooh mug. Oh, like, I love that. I don't know. 
And so, like, when I first started streaming, my brand was, like, the forest fam. And, like, because Winnie the Pooh would live in a forest. And, like, so would Ghibli creatures. Like, so would Sprites and Totoro. And, like, I love Ghibli movies. Oh, I love <laughs> I can that. adore them. Because they romanticize the little things in Ghibli movies. You pay attention to the grass blowing in the wind and, like, yeah. stuff like that. You know, it's peaceful. Um, I feel like this was, like... This is just kind of, I don't know, I guess we talk about things that make me happy, things I'm like, yay! Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because most people don't see this online lately. Um, and that's what I mean, like, I don't really post this stuff. And that's that's why I'm saying it's partially on me for, like, falling into the trap of constantly pushing that out there or, like, feeling the need to react. But, like, at the core of who I am, I just, like... I like cute squishy things. I love video games. I love things like Breath of the Wild and like just having a good time with my community, you know? Yeah. Um, the horror. I have like literally I have a skeleton dog by my desk. Ooh. I'm not trying to break anything. But like this is oh Samuel. He's fucking iconic. <clears throat> I love that. And I want two. I want one on either side of my desk, but we found it like in a CVS in the middle of the night. And my dad was like, I need it. And then he gave it to me later, but <laughs> but like I don't know, it's just yeah. Let's talk <laughs> I'm about just those a nerdy ass game. Yeah, let's do it. Let's. What What have you been playing recently, as far as um, games? I actually played Animal Crossing again for like the first time in literally six months. Ooh. Like, <laughs> but that was the trigger for me though. Like, I logged in and I was like, I used to be so excited about this. I used to be so excited just to see Isabel's cute little face on my screen. I was like, oh my fucking god, it's Isabel. She's giving me a new DIY recipe. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, like iconic. I love her so much. I love her. I love her. My, I was on the phone with my partner at the time, and he was like, you know, her and Nook are totally hooking up, right? I'm like, don't ruin it for me. Don't, no, <laughs> don't do this. No, uh -uh. absolutely not. I just, absolutely I love not. playing her in Mario Kart and her little like little oh, yes. ears flop around. It's so, so cute. cute. And you know, her design is based off the bell bag, so that's why she yes. has little bells in her hair. And I'm just, mm. <laughs> she's so cute. She's so precious in every she's single so way. Precious. Oh my god. Really though. Um, yeah, and I just want to create more of that. Like, I want to draw more people as elves and like Animal Crossing art and like anime. I fucking love anime. <laughs> oh Ooh. my god. I've been, um, I only mentioned Animal Crossing because I've been working, so I haven't had much time to play video games. But in terms of like, um, anime, like, I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, I watched Demon Slayer, I watched. I've been watching My Hero Academia off and on some longer series. Like, I usually have, like, a longer series going, and then I'll have, like, shorter ones I'll pop in when I'm tired of watching it. Um, but, like, Castlevania, Naruto. Um, there's others. <laughs> Black Butler. Let me think. I Like, you know when you watched a bunch of things, but, you like, you can't list them when you need to list them? Right. Because <laughs> um, sure. I still have so many I need to watch. Like, I still need to watch, like hunter hunter full metal alchemist like there's so many like there's just so many <laughs> full metal <laughs> alchemist is a moment i've really i've been um i've been on and off watching uh brotherhood because that that one is Ooh. kind of like it's the main more one, right? based on the, the manga like the first one was like they were doing it as the manga was still ongoing so i think they had oh. more filler and stuff like that so it's kind of like a revised more straight to the gotcha. point version um <clears throat> And it's so good. It's everything. Everything yeah. happens, and it's so dramatic. It's like it looks dramatic. It looks like it's dark. dramatic. Oh, 
yeah it seems like a dark like the art style seems like darker more like catered towards a, a more adult audience i think yeah for sure. there's i love oof. the art styles of certain like animes like i love how they're so different too right uh, it's yes. it's so it's so good i i feel like we i've been we've been watching it on discord i feel like we've been taking a little bit of a break because sometimes it's a lot like we watch kind of like yeah. a season at a time and we're like okay let's for a while let's watch something else a palette cleanser for sure yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh I, yeah, oh attack on intense. titan i'm so ready for the second part of the fourth season because i think that'll be like the end of it like i think catching up fully fully caught up with the manga oh. like oh i'm so excited it's that's an intense one that's an intense yeah. anime. like uh my first anime though was fruits basket i need Ooh. to finish it because they i think they just came out with their like the second season but that was my very first one. <laughs> and then they remade it. So I'm watching the remade version now. Because the old version that was on Netflix when I was like 12 isn't a thing anymore. But it's fine. <laughs> How's the new version? How does it compare? It's like exactly the same for the most part. Like it really, they didn't change it very much. I think they just like updated the art style a little bit. And yeah. I think they just like, I think they changed some things from the manga. So I think the manga got a little dark at some points and they might have edited that. So I think it's like really minor changes for the most part that I've noticed from that's that cool. from what I remember. Yeah, because um, I, I when I got into Sailor Moon, uh, well, Sailor, Sailor Moon was like my one. first, like one of How my first, <laughs> and like Crystal was like kind of like yeah. a remake kind of thing. And I remember like mm -hmm. the first season was kind of like so distilled of personality. They wanted to keep that image of like they're pretty and they're like whatever. And like I know that I've been told that like later seasons of Crystal kind of recaptured their personalities better mm -hmm. but it was such a it, it threw me off so much i was like i don't know do i want to keep like keep pushing through it to get to the good right, stuff because like the, the original was good from episode one yeah <laughs> that, 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 there is so much depth in that story it also gets really intense like people think it's some fruity anime but they have like intense battle scenes like death and like long lost love and it's oh, so good it's so good that's another longer one that i just kind of watch when i'm feeling nostalgic it's kind of like powerpuff girls are like totally spies like that's kind of like those kind of shows that i like watch when i'm feeling like super nostalgic you know oh absolutely my oh my god that's speaking of remakes like the, the remake of i accidentally found the remake of powerpuff girls and the intro like didn't have like the sugar spice everything nice like lab creation of oh, them no. at all like the whole intro and i was like no that's like the best part <laughs> like, right you can't, why would you take that out like no, no. <laughs> there's just some things that you just don't fuck with you just don't change you just, like yeah. powerpuff girls was fine so was scooby-doo like why would you touch that so was teen titans like no why would you touch it right like, are you excited for the is it Netflix live action Powerpuff Girls situation? Oh, child and me. When Look, I saw those Netflix costumes, is... I was like, "What in the Amazon costume is, is going on here?" It really is. It really looks like they went into Walmart and like found Powerpuff Girl costumes <laughs> and slapped those shits on there, like. Like, but then I see some of the iconic creators who are doing like their own version of the Powerpuff Girls outfits. I'm like, this could be so cute, right? This could be so cute. Hire You're them. throwing away such. <laughs> You're doing them so dirty. The Powerpuff Girls are better. <laughs> Did you see the Winx live action on Netflix? No, I haven't. Oh boy, I'm scared. You should. I'm scared. You should be. Should we look it up right now? It's oh it's like God. they turned. We hate watched it on my Discord, 
they turned they turned the winks into like edgy teenager like no but they were never that they were never that and like they they turned it into that and it's like it's so it's so rotted like yeah i don't want to spoil anything just in case you want to you want to get into it oh my god i need them to like stop trying to turn every show into euphoria that's another thing like half those shows those should be college students if that Mm -hmm. those are like full-ass adults those are full-ass adult situations like nobody nobody fucks against a locker in high school (laughs) like nobody does nobody does like the situations that are going down like i'm like this is almost like secondhand trauma like this is too much like i don't need all of this in my face like it's intense these are intense shows a good story Mm -hmm. can be like fun and campy and like exciting and like yeah like like, like carly vibes like give me camp like crayola dress girl like (laughs) give me chaos like right like who this who said was like yeah let's remake the winks and like everything let's just make everything darker moodier and edgier like that's definitely the appeal of the original right (laughs) no not at all like it's literally (laughs) winx is like like my little pony like they all had magical like abilities specific to them and it was like a fun time (laughs) you know what i mean yeah it's like friendship Uh, and friendship is magic right and there's 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 something to be said about that like that's something that people want to like escape to sometimes not everything has to be so damn serious right you know and it yeah. goes back to like we already have these serious ass lives and problems and it's exacerbated by like the pandemic and it's like sometimes i just want to watch a comfort show i don't really want to watch people like have drug issues and and like get in these scary situations right. like there's a time and a place for a drama show but like it's almost over the top and then you have to remember that they're high schoolers you know like it that's just what makes it, it weird because yeah. you're like looking at these adults, but they're you're being told that they're kids, and yeah. it's it's such a weird thing. You're it's like, so weird. No. Like, what is this? Why couldn't like, they these be children? college students? Right, right. And like, there is no like nobody. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but like nobody, nobody like has property battles with their father. You know, <laughs> like like yeah. it just doesn't happen. Like, what in their rich girl college girl shit is this? And they're supposed to be like sixteen year olds, like. Uh, what was I? I don't even know what I was doing at sixteen. Not uh, that. Not, not <laughs> I can that promise cookie. you that. No, no, not I, at all. I might have been stealing cookies from a Target. Like that's <laughs> like that's about as spicy as it comes. Oh my like, god! It's really. I was like, it's a big corporation. I don't give a fuck. I'm taking the cookies. <laughs> I mean, that's what they deserve. Truly, but you know, I, like I, the one time I almost ever got caught was actually when I was with a friend, and I just like stopped because I'm like, mm, it's not worth it. Because once you hit like an or in a certain age, they can actually start like charging you and stuff and call your parents and it's like mm, you know what <laughs> do i want to get in trouble it. for some cookies exactly <laughs> i'm like mm, i fuck the police personally like i don't want right. to with them. <laughs> yeah don't want to interact with them don't want to see mm-hmm. them oh, don't look at me don't perceive right. me <laughs> literally like, just, truly truly because for yeah. me like it could be life or death like what if they decide that cookies decide my life one day you know what i mean right. like, no it's for sure yeah what's the thing even more so if i was like more masculine presenting they would follow my ass around the target probably like (laughs) it's a whole thing so disgusting it's gross it's gross that's another thing too like back to the like whole lived experience things i'm like this is just a regular part of my day like (laughs) i wanted to log on and deal with it too like 
Which is, we all like cute, squishy shit and Powerpuff Girls. And I, I've been meaning to say this. I've been like thinking it, but we haven't had a point to say it. I love your background so much. Like I literally oh. thought it was your room until like I realized it was pixelated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so smart. I love, like that is so on brand for you. I love it so much. Oh, thank you. Oh I, 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 I really wanted, like when I, I was, I remember what was well, not the greatest person told me to like change up my background, get my a green screen, whatever. But as, as I if was- you need certain things to be successful. Right. <laughs> well, they're they're being transphobic these days, so you know it doesn't matter what they're saying. Um, <laughs> but you know, when I was actually thinking about it, I was like, if I could have like a really cool background, what would I have? And then I was like, what if I had like the room of my dreams, but it was like in the style of the games that I love yeah. from like you know yeah, back in the day, me very eighties. Like, yeah. Yes, like a little action figures. Like the whole vibe is like yeah. immaculate. I love it so much. Yeah, and I definitely, you know, the, the artist was like, they, they put like random things that were not copyrighted at all. And I was like, you know what? No, give me Final Fantasy figures. Let me like all these figures exist in real life. I literally, oh, I, I literally showed them pictures of all of these figures and oh they pixelated them. It was, That's so iconic. Yeah. Wait, who's your artist? I need to follow them. Um, <laughs> they are, I don't know if they have like a social media. They, I got them, I got this commissioned on Fiverr. Oh, so I don't know so like it might not be like online in that sense yeah but I do have a command for it on my on my twitch channel because that's where I usually um show off the the background yeah. the most so uh, they, their name is Jamin Sutrisman oh, so I don't know if they true. um I don't know if they have a social media page where they promote like a lot of Fiverr yeah. artists are really good and they don't have like social media where yeah they they're just on Fiverr yeah I mean Fiverr is like a whole nother conversation because Fiverr facilitates like underpaying artists because like they should be paying way more than ten dollars for them, some of this stuff like oh yeah. because like I've dabbled in pixel animation and pixel art and stuff like that is hours of work animation in general is like hours upon hours of work like that's no easy task. Like you should be charging way more. That's a whole nother conversation. But oh, like yeah, as an sure. artist, it makes me so mad because I'm like, I know how much time you're putting into this and you are not getting enough out of it. Like, so, ugh, blech, blech, blech. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I always try to over like pay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I always, I'm like, I know I could never do this. Like, yeah. what are you doing charging that's me this? That's the whole point of commissioning someone because you can't. And that's the, like, that's the thing I don't understand when people get upset about prices. I'm like, well, can you do it? No. Because right. <laughs> you're paying for the time, the experience, the the skills that they have. You're paying for more than just the product when you're hiring someone to do something, yeah. you know? And same with like hairstylists. It's the same thing. People just, it, artists specifically, people are just like, that's not real. I pretend not to see it. I pretend not to see fair wages. <laughs> like, <laughs> live off of exposure. <laughs> right. Like, mm, that's not how this works. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Meanwhile, they're like fully like watching like music shows on TV or like yeah, movies like and stuff like that. Way. And you're like, oh yeah, so those people deserve rights, and I don't. Okay. Like what? Like suddenly paid. when you're <laughs> right. Honestly, like the whole like the whole system hates like independent contractors with no kids or spouses or anything. Yeah. And I think they're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh I feel like a lot of you it have is that. Yeah. Um, you know, because as soon as you have more people to worry about, that's just like, well, because there's, you know, financial burdens involved with that. Not that the person is a burden, but just like there's stuff that comes with taking care of more than one being like for babies or plants or people or, you know, 
It's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. yeah I hope that all makes sense. I feel like days. we went on like a huge. Oh, we keep going circle. all around. Yeah, we, oh, we have just no keep structure. going. <laughs> yeah, we're just going. <laughs> what inspires me nowadays? I think lately it's other like artists. Um, I've been like following a lot more art pages on Twitter and stuff, and I spent a lot of time on like um, Pinterest. And lately, I've been wanting to get a tattoo, so I've been looking at a lot of tattoo art and tattoo artists and stuff. Um, and that inspires me lately. Like in anime, like I was saying, like I love the art style, I love the clean lines, I love like the way they move in certain shows and stuff. And I've been dabbling in animation. And as soon as I get an iPad, I'm getting back back into it. But like, just like. I just wanted that's what I get inspired by it makes me want to elevate my style and like keep doing it because I have to put that kind of time in to get that same result um and that's been the thing lately and just like and same with like cooking and stuff like I'll see a video of someone cooking something and I, like if I have the thing I will literally like go get it up and cook it <laughs> like I have to make this right now like literally the other day I made a giant fluffy pancake because I was <laughs> scrolling on Twitter and I saw it and I happened to be at work and we weren't getting any orders at the time so I was like fuck it I'm gonna make a big ass pancake and I did Anyway, oh, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Ruby. Uh, I, I made it. the mistake of putting dairy in it, though, and it upset my tummy. But it oh, was no. worth it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. I was just following the recipe. And I, cause I literally, it's kind of new. Like, before, I don't, I don't think I really, like, paid attention to it or cared. But, like, the more I paid attention to how my body felt after eating certain things, it was like, ooh, dairy is a big old trigger because this is not fun. Oh, no. <laughs> This is not fun. And then, like, I've just been trying, like, doses of, like, cheese. I love, I fucking love cheese. Like, mm. it's so good. <laughs> so good. But then I have, like, a little bit, and it's just, like, it might not necessarily be, like, life-threatening, but it is so uncomfortable. Like, it's, it's, I can't even have milkshakes. <laughs> I love milkshakes. <clears throat> it's perfect. Ice cream. Ugh. And just, yeah, that's part of my drive too because it's hard to find like dairy free options and stuff that's like just as good, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's that. It's like finding things that work for me and then just like constantly wanting to get better at it, you know? Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. No, oh, yeah, I love yeah. that for sure. <laughs> I, I love these artists on, on Twitter. Um, their mm -hmm. name is Hana V. Barra. And they are two artists awesome. from, uh, I think, Spain, if I'm not mistaken. And they uh -huh. draw, um, like, K-pop idols in, like, the style of Sailor Moon. So, like, <gasps> K-pop videos I are very, like, that. visual and, like, very, like, yeah, you know, super big on, aesthetically like, pleasing and stuff like that. So, like, they take yes. these concepts and, and they draw them in ways <laughs> where, like, they look like Sailor Moon characters. And it's so oh good. They've drew, they've drawn like so game point. characters as well, but uh, and like pop culture Yay. moments, like the Mean Girls stuff or whatever. Oh yes, but, I love when people walk, uh, like do like pop culture art. They're like yeah. pop culture art. They do stuff from Winks and like Scooby Doo and like super nostalgic '90s vibes. And it's ugh, I love it. I love the style so much. That's, that's a big that's a big thing i've been looking at too like 90s like 90s anime aesthetic specifically like akira like sailor moon like those fucking ugh, like oh it's so sexy it's, i love the color palettes like it's so sexy i literally last night followed an account that was like 90s anime aesthetics <laughs> like oh i literally God. just because did it's, it it's so sexy it's iconic like you don't you don't see that like it's the whole vibe of your room and it's like it's oh it's so good like wh when did we get away from that like, right Truly, like not to say that the new style stuff isn't good, like it's still like iconic, but there's something about 90s anime aesthetics, like something about anime food too. It's just, 
so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> like everything looks appetizing when it's an anime. Like they somehow managed to make McDonald's look super sexy. <laughs> right. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh my goodness. Uh, um, yes. Honestly, Speaking of figurines. I have my first one that Ooh. I just got from my dad. Um, so fun fact. I know Blizzard is not great is they're not in a great position um some shit has happened but mercy is iconic in every way exactly (laughs) and so (laughs) and and i and i get it it's kind of like the jk rowling thing you don't want to support the you know but for me from a personal level my dad worked there for a few years um i grew up fishing for him and like wow you know and like growing up with these games and like i was in i was playing overwatch from like the closed beta and like this part of like a very significant part of my upbringing and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like and it's weird because i know people who work there like they're our family friends you know right and so it's like i'm uh, it's obviously i don't support what's going on i haven't actually touched any of the games since we found out about everything but it's still really cool like He's yeah. a Mercy statue. <laughs> like, she was my main. Like, I, I hate the stereotype. Like, all oh, girls play Mercy, but I was a badass with Mercy. Let me just tell you. Like, yeah. it was Diamond Ranks, Mercy main. People love, he loved, loved to, loved to um, dunk on healers, but they need them. All right. You need a good healer. And they I was do. a badass one. All right. And it's <laughs> not easy. From my times playing Overwatch, I also it's played not. from like the close, like, I think it was, no, it was open beta. Um, <laughs> and it was like, not fun like it's i a lot of minutes. i didn't have a good time playing as as mercy because like it's really hard to play They're really demanding effectively yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you have, it's so much to manage and especially when they kept changing her but also it depends on who you're playing with that, that made a huge yeah. difference because you'll have the people who are like i fucking hate you heal me <laughs> and some people were like oh my god thank you for healing me <laughs> like right. it, it was it was like a toss-up so i usually just ended up playing with friends towards like when I last play, like when if I do play, I just play it with friends. Like I don't really play it just to play it anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like I haven't touched Overwatch and like ugh, it's one of those games that you play a lot. You play intensely. It's kind of like Dead by Daylight. You play it intensely <laughs> and then you kind of like drop off for a few months. Yeah. And you come back and play it religiously for another six months <laughs> and then you <laughs> pop off of it. It's I get like that. that. But like this is still really cool. She's still a really cool yeah. character. Like I know people who like created her and stuff. So it's like, uh, it sucks when it's in. It's such a significant part of like your upbringing and stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. But you know, I'm like you're actively doing it because you want to support Blizzard. Oh no, <laughs> you I didn't know what I mean? buy yeah. the statue. We already had it because like it's just being gifted to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not I'm giving not giving them any more money if I can help it. You know, yeah, but, yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, I feel like people people are very like black and white with things. It's kind of like with what happened with the Twitch protest, right? People were very like, "Don't cross the picket line." I'm like, "You need to. You need more nuance with these kind of things." Like, it's never nothing is ever black and white. You can like same with the whole Harry Potter situation. Obviously, don't give them more money. Don't because it's you know I see where they're coming from. I see where the problem is. I acknowledge the problem, but. It's also like a significant part of people's upbringings. They're allowed to like the thing, yeah. you know. I, but it's like this when it gets, it's extreme. It's like I fucking hate you if you like any semblance of Harry Potter. And it's like that. Some people have already spent years collecting this merch, and they just have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's never it's never quite as simple as like, if you do this, then you're this. Right. You know, I feel like people are very aggressive about that. I'm like, it's never that simple. You don't know people's story. You don't know where they're coming from. You right. don't know what they're currently doing. You know. 
um and it's just very like aggressive <laughs> you know yeah. i that that <clears throat> thing with the the day off twitch which i did participate in but mm-hmm. it, it was it it almost became like the opposite of what it was supposed to be because at like people the were protesting because marginalized creators were being mistreated and then people went out of their way to go after marginalized creators who happened to be able like who happened to have been streaming that day so yeah. it's like yeah not everyone's well, on twitter like, like <laughs> and like not everyone can stop streaming yeah, like some people had to be there for contractual bills. obligations and stuff yeah. like that so it's like you're mm-hmm. coming at marginalized creators who are probably getting hate rated and attacked as they're streaming just to make it a point to yell at them because they're not taking the day off it's like you're missing the point the whole point is that the creators aren't being supported so why would you take your hatred out on the creators and not twitch (laughs) for not providing a safe environment to begin with like that's the whole like uh, the the people got downright dirty to one another and i was done with that i was like this is the infighting is not productive you can right. still do both that's the thing too you can still protest your way you can still sub off twitch you can do what you feel like is effective without absolutely minimizing and like shitting on people like people would just like just mean <laughs> like yeah. who, why are you so like why why are people so like frothing at the mouth for this thing to fail like that says like the, ugh, that was so gross it was gross it's like i think you're missing the point like who yeah. it, it's about it the conversation that's what i kept saying it's about keeping the conversation going it's about people hearing that it's even a problem and the fact that it was reaching people outside of the internet sphere was huge like it's on news networks like yeah. you can't say it's doing nothing because it is and people are paying attention and that's right. the goal like it doesn't have to hit Twitch's bottom line to be effective, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and, and you you just have to. It just comes down to respect. I think. I think that's the only thing that bothered me about it is that people were just being downright disrespectful to one another yeah. and not and lacking nuance. Because again, like you said, not everyone is in a position to not go live right now. That's why some people just have to deal with the hate raids because this is their this is their platform. This is how they get their money. Like this is yeah. how. They're surviving right now. Again, back in a pandemic, there are plenty of disabled friends who can't just go get a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, people, people are just people, and they're trying their best, and they're just trying to have fun. Like, this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be just a fun place to create, you know? And it's not that right now. And that's the problem. People are not safe, and they're not having fun. That's a problem. I think we can all agree on that, right? Right. And yeah, I think people are just missing the point, like you said. Like, I don't, mm, mm. and it, and then it it became like a tone policing thing too. And it's like I don't think that you care about whether or not it's successful. I think you just care about shutting people up about it. Yeah. Like it's more of a control thing for a lot of. I'm noticing it's a lot of white men <laughs> yeah. that are with these takes, and then you know the similar takes that are like you know it doesn't take it take it's not a quick fix to change these technical things and it's like but it also goes back to like people have the right to be upset and twitch has had time it's not a new problem right just because it's hot right now that's the thing with every like recycled topic it's like none of this shit is new right and that we've been talking marginalized creators have been talking about these things for years you know like people getting doxxed people getting hate rated like again day one five years ago like i've gotten hate rated like it's not new it's not unexpected right. either but when it comes to like going live and you're getting hit with the hate rate every fucking stream and like can you imagine if commander root wasn't a thing 
Right. Like we'd be fucked. <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> fucked. Can you imagine if there were no third party parties? Like if we just had Twitch tools, we would be absolutely fucked. Yeah. And that's the problem. That we're depending on things outside of Twitch just to be safe on Twitch. Like it's backwards. It's ass backwards. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. And that's why it's so important for and that that's why I've been focused on other platforms outside of Twitch as well. Like even if I do stream, I like to take the content and put it so they can elsewhere. live elsewhere. So I don't have to depend on Twitch because I mean on any platform really, like any platform, if you can diversify is the best bet. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to like talk over you. No, it's fine. <laughs> Discord is a thing. Like I sometimes I'm like, oh I they're not talking so I can talk and then we're talking at the same time and I'm like exactly. well. latency. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like I mean on one hand, obviously you can't not everyone can manage six fucking platforms, but like maybe just one or two to just have another option. To have like I like to I explained it to my friends. It's like I think of my other social media platforms as different aspects of myself. Like they're all me but it's like you said people come to my streams and they see they hear how i they hear my voice they see my mannerisms they see like the other things i get excited about that you don't see on twitter so like you still know me but you just learn new things about me and that's why that's why you that's what keeps it attractive like it's you create your own community there like you overlap it to an extent because it's all you but you have to remember that these are all independent platforms that you're like catering to and i think people don't have a good time when they try to like force Twitch formatting onto different platforms and it's not gonna work. Like if you were trying to like post clips that do well on Twitter on TikTok, then it's, it, unless you're thinking about the TikTok audience that you have there, it's not gonna, you know, yeah. kick off. I treat them all as like different homes, you know, yeah. that all kind of go together, but they're all their own flavor, you know? Like, because that's how you bring, ultimately bring people back to your stream or like your main platform. You have like their, your TikTok community, you have your Twitter community, and that there's a little bit of overlap because most people will follow you on everything. You have like your core people who follow you like everything, right? But, and then they all just kind of funnel back to like whatever your main platform is. So, yeah. anyway, tips and tricks <laughs> yes. for me. And where can people um, find you on all the socials now that we're wrapping up the stream? Oh can you gosh, believe it's yes. already been like an hour since we've been chatting? Yes, yes. I wish I wish we could have talked more. I feel so bad. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a whole fine. trip. It's been a whole trip. I, you know, I'm excited though. I'm so excited to take like a picture of this setup and then like with the PC. It's going to be my first ever PC. Like I've never, I've been streaming from this bad boy, this six-year-old gaming Asus laptop for Oh my god! Well, two years, and I've had it for six years. Literally saying. So, it, it's like she's been slowly but surely dying, and I because I had to push her so hard to like stream games and stream at the same time, and like oh, it's such a relief. It's such a relief. I feel that. To like, yeah, and I'm so grateful because literally I've been I haven't been able to save for a new PC. It's just been like the NZXT website build has been sitting there for months just because life happens. I yeah. haven't been able to save, you know? So like, ah, I'm so fucking grateful. Uh, yes. But it's just funny that it's the PC that me and my dad built together three years ago that is like Aww, mine now. <laughs> I love that. I'm so excited. But um, I'm sorry that took up a huge chunk of like just getting it to cooperate. <laughs> you're, you're fine. You're so fine. Oh and you can always come back to another episode like and you will for sure like don't worry about it 
I'm so glad you reached out though, like, because um, I did <clears throat> step down from all of my stream teams, like, slowly but surely, and like, not really said anything. And I was kind of afraid that people would just kind of like leave me in the dust. So it's kind of comforting to know that the friends I have made or like the connections I have made exist outside of those streams. Because that's a big thing that's been scary with like stepping away from Twitch. Because so much of my, like, I made my Twitter account at the same time. Like, so much of my online connections in the past two years have been through Twitch. So it's kind of, it wasn't an easy decision because i met people like you i've met so many like cool people and it's like mm, will they still care if i'm not if they're not if i'm not useful to them and that kind of goes back to the stepping stone thing i'm like it's kind of i'm going to be interested to see like when i fully go over to youtube like who am i still interacting with you know right. that'll be interesting i think but yeah that was a long rambly thing but also those are my links in chat <laughs> yeah no please promote all of that as well like um you know Gosh. for people who are only listening all, the links are going to be in the description by the way but yeah. you know just let let them know what content they can expect if you have anything yeah. in mind yeah. all of that fun stuff um, mostly i create um my your twitter and my fan house are very similar um but i am a chef and artist you're gonna find a lot of my art you're gonna find i love fashion and makeup and things you're gonna find a lot of selfies and just like my thoughts on things and pictures of this cute little guy um <laughs> i'd say um <laughs> ko-fi is the best place to like run off support me i have some art on there but it's not really a main platform for me um <clears throat> fan house is the best way to support me now until i move over to youtube i am moving over to youtube i really am only on twitch as guests on people's channels nowadays um but i'm gonna be over to moving over to youtube so if you want to follow me over there that'll be really that'd be that really helped me out because i'm basically rebuilding yes. um but i'm most active on fan house and twitter and i have an instagram and i have a chef instagram so if you want to if you're more interested in the food i make um that's thing i think that's everything yes <laughs> all of that fairy spirit you better it's do all it. the same <laughs> yeah everything is the same you can find me under the same name on everything absolutely um, good luck yeah. on the youtube journey i know that's such a I'm journey excited. that i'm like getting back into and it's such a thing so like it's, we got this it's, <laughs> it's very different from twitch but like at the core of it i think it's gonna force me to reconnect with my joy and like focus less on the money too like, I feel like going back to, like, the grind culture, like, so much of how Twitch is set up is very money-focused and very money-driven. Like, get affiliate, get your payout. Like, you have to reach a certain this, this, and that, you know? And they take 50% cuts, so it takes a while to get enough subs to get that, yeah. you know, consistently. But I'm excited to see, like, what kind of growth will happen now that I'm working full-time, now that I'm not 19 anymore, like... I'm kind of interested to see what kind of people I attract this time around because I'm it's kind of fun to restart in a way because I'm like yeah. I get to attract a whole different crowd than I would have before you know yeah for sure we'll a new chapter in your yeah, life that's chapter. exciting I think it'll be I think it'll just kind of reconnect me to just going live and having a good time and seeing where it goes from there you know yeah I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. I'm excited for you, and I'm very excited yes. and thankful that you joined me today for this podcast. 100%. You know, I might I might not fuck with Twitch personally, but of course I'm going to support my friends and still watch their streams. And you know, like I'm 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 not stepping away from like the connections I've made. Just it's not where I want to create anymore. You know. Yeah, for sure, and that's that's something that should be like normalized. It's like. Mm -hmm we can exist in other platforms and like just coexist with each other and not necessarily like have to be each other. on the platform yeah. ourselves and stuff like that for sure yeah. 
I can't wait to see what you do with this podcast. I know I'm drawing it out. I'm rambling, but I thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being so patient. No, of course. Of course. I was in a very chatty mood, so I got to have so many random conversations triggering different memories, good and bad and chaotic and iconic, all of it. (laughs) We love those kind of streams, though, where you're just rolling with whatever the flow is. You know, it's a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can find more of my stuff at Project Ruby. I'm on Twitch. Yes. I'm on YouTube. Ruby. Thank you. <laughs> I'm on yeah, Ko-Fi. That's my main platform. Uh, that's a I set it up so it's a pay what you want kind of thing where you can do a one-off tip or you can do a monthly subscription on there and you get like early videos you get uh, blog posts occasionally about like stuff that I want to talk about but I don't want to post it on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Just yeah, exclusive content, and of course, the verbal shoutouts in videos and live streams, which includes this podcast. So here we go. Thank you so much, Smallzy, for the monthly subscription for Smallzy, Kaiju, Juby, Mostly Bad Fly, Spin Blend, and Salika. And thank you so much for the one-off tip from Cali. Thank you so much, everybody, for your love and support. I will be back uh, soon for more YouTube, Twitch content. Meanwhile, stay safe, stay I was going to say stay vaccinated. Of course, like if you're vaccinated, you're going to stay vaccinated. You're going to get vaccinated, but like, you know, keep your vaccination card on you. Stay safe. Keep, your, keep wearing your mask. Um, I think stuff. that's what I wanted to say, like stay masked. But I, I was like, stay vaccinated. because I think We got the energy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>